Good morning, and thank you for joining me today on Monday Morning Motivations. Whether you are listening on your drive to work or in your living room in your pajamas working from home for the rest of the week, my prayer is that this message ignites reflection and a moment of meditation that draws you closer to Christ. And with that being said, let's dive right in. Today's verse comes from Psalms 27 and 4, and it reads, One thing have I desired of the Lord, this only will I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to gaze on the beauty of the Lord and seek him in his temple. In Acts 13.22, God refers to David as a man after my own heart. The same David that slept with another man's wife, got her pregnant, then killed her husband to cover up his mess. How could God consider this man someone after his own heart? Well, this verse gives us a glimpse at the answer. We see that above all else, above his kingdom, his riches, his wives and his power, David only wanted two things to dwell and to gaze. He wanted to dwell in the house of the Lord and walk in intimate relationship with God. And then he also wanted to gaze at the beauty of the Lord or to look in awe and wonder at the awesome majesty of God. This may seem hard to do, especially in today's time, because we've entered a season in the history of the world where anxiousness seems to be the defining quality. We're anxious about the spread of the virus. We're anxious about food and other supply shortages. We're anxious about our jobs and what tomorrow holds. And all of this on top of the normal anxieties we deal with on a daily basis. So how do we as Christians desire to dwell and gaze in such a season of uncertainty? Well, let's take a look at the situation that surrounded David during his time of writing this. There are a couple of different beliefs of when this was written. One is that he wrote this in his younger days before ascending to the throne, during the time where Saul, in his jealousy, was still in pursuit to kill him. But whenever it's written, we're given a glimpse of the situation David is facing in verse 2 and 3. We see that at this time in his life, someone or ones were out to kill him. His life was in constant danger, and as a king or king candidate, To be pursued for death is on a level greater than any perceived threat a lot of us have ever faced. And that's where someone is actively seeking to kill you. But in verse one, we see David's strong stance of there is no one that I will fear other than God. Who other than he is worthy of my trembling? And again, in verses four and five, we see him continue on with the idea of. Since God is the only one worthy of my fear, I will seek him and the shelter of his protection and enjoy his presence. In verse one, we see David refer to God as the stronghold of his life. Then in verse four, he says, beauty of the Lord. If looked at those two descriptions separately, it makes sense. But when we try to imagine a beautiful stronghold, I know I myself am at a loss. When I think of stronghold, I think of massive stone walls surrounding a city used to protect what's on the inside by keeping the outside out. By no means is it beautiful. 
But then again, its aim isn't to be beautiful. Its aim is to protect. But therein lies the beauty of the structure. When the enemy approaches a stronghold, they stare in awe at the sheer vastness of the structure and realize the monumental task before them of breaching the stronghold. Those on the inside of the structure may miss the beauty of it, but realize that inside they feel safe. And safety in and of itself is a beautiful feeling. To know that you can continue on about your regular life because the structure around you will keep what's outside out is an amazing feeling. This same picture holds true with God, but on a grander scale. David knew that once he found his way inside the stronghold of God, inside of his temple, he wouldn't have to worry about anything on the outside. All the enemies that sought to destroy him could do was gasp in amazement at the protection that the Lord provided. This is why, after he petitioned the Lord for his presence, David's tone shifted from the enemy on the outside to the enjoyment of the Lord on the inside. In verses 7 through 10, he shifts from talking about protection to talking about his relationship with God, petitioning God not to reject him and to guide him. Then in verse 11 and 12, we see his petition for wisdom, wisdom on how to deal with the troubles. Wisdom because he knows that the fear of death is gone. And now that that's gone, he is able to process and deal with the issues with a sound mind and clear judgment. This should be the same mindset that we seek. One where we overcome the fear of death and disease and instead fall behind the walls of protection of the stronghold of the Lord and begin to enjoy the beauty of peace of mind. With this peace, we can evaluate and process our environment with a sound mind and clear judgment. Father, I come to you today praying for all those who are listening. I pray for you to be their stronghold. Protect them from not only sickness and disease, but also from an anxious and distressed mind. Help them to seek you for peace so that they can clearly evaluate and properly walk out this season of anxiousness with a sound mind. Help them to see the beauty of your protection so that they can enjoy you above all else through this season. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you again for joining me today in this moment of meditation. And remember that even in this season of anxiousness, There is no time like today to be motivated for Christ. Continue to grow in your faith, and I hope to be with you again next week. Thank you, and God bless.